Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and foreclosure deals coach, Mr. Donnie Corum. <laughs> As always, I've got my main man and executive producer with me, Jonathan Winston. What's going on, Jay? I am uh, I'm doing very well, man. Uh, I don't want to start the show out on too somber of a note, but we do want to send condolences out to DMX and his family. He has recently passed. Everybody's kind of talking uh-huh. about that. Uh-huh. Kind of sucks. But, you know, everybody just, you know, send positive energy that way. Don't try to, you know, make any, uh, you know, claims or anything like that. Just let everybody handle it how they will. And we'll just keep on moving and wishing them well. So, you know, I remember listening to you, Max. And then, you know, like his second album got a little got a little dark for us. Dark and hell is hot. I'm like, you know what? Are, you, are you all right, DMX? Like, what, what, what? DMX, DMX had a lot going on. on. He had a lot going on. So, I mean, like, rest in peace, DMX. Yeah, it's such a, such a loss to the rap game, and uh, that's a sad story. All right, well, let's, let's, let's lighten the mood a little bit from that tone. You guys are in for a hell of a treat today. We've got a wonderful guest with us. You know, and as you guys know, being on the foreclosure deals coach, I have coaching clients. So one of the cool parts about having coaching clients, we get to bring them on the show and tell their story about why they decided to go into coaching. And we are honored to have... Miss Sarah McGarry with us. Let's get Sarah in the room with us right now. Yeah, there she is. It's Sarah McGarry, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sarah McGarry. Oh, thank you. How are you doing today? How's things? Good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, uh, we, we bring people on the show when they join our coaching program. So, Sarah's our newest coaching client. We're so excited to have you. Let's get a little background. Uh, obviously, you're a real estate agent. We can tell by that really awesome vest <laughs> you're wearing right now from Remax. So, how long have you been in the real estate game? So, almost six years, just okay. shy of six years. All right, what were you doing before? No, I was in sales. I was actually working for Carnival Cruise Lines. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, selling cruises. So, right. sales is just kind of my shtick, I guess. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, it's a, you know, it's funny how many sales industries kind of end up in real estate, right? Because right? the money's just a little bit better, little better. here than, say, cruise lines, right? right? Yeah. You're probably like, that Especially was fun. COVID, like, right. I wasn't working. Oh, I know. Them. Last year. Can you imagine? Can you imagine cruise I, salespeople right now? Or yeah, like, I still know people who are working there. And I was seriously? Like, you guys need to get into real estate. Do something. <laughs> yeah. Do something, do you know? Something. <laughs> well, awesome to have you. Also have you. Obviously, you've joined up recently with the Foreclosure Deals Coaching mm-hmm. Program. And what we like to do on this show, just kind of go over what made you decide to join coaching. But before we get to that, six years in the game yeah. as a real estate agent, obviously, you're out there dealing with this extremely crazy market of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Tell me what's going on from your perspective in the Colorado Springs real estate market right now. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Um, last year, 2020 ended up being my best year in awesome. real estate, actually. So it was a great year. 2021 is starting off very difficult. I sure. mean, buyers are having a heck of a time getting, you know, properties. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of cash and being that we are in a heavy military community, um, those gay loans, you know, they're told 
kind of upfront that they zero down. You don't mm-hmm. have to bring any money. And that's program. just not the case though right. for them to get offers accepted. So and why is that? Why why is a VA guy not getting his offer accepted in this market? Yeah. So it really boils down to appraisal. Okay. Um it, a VA appraisal can be a little bit more complicated or in depth um, mm-hmm. protecting that investment from the lender perspective. Yes. But also, you know, within the competitive nature of the offers, there's a lot of um, appraisal gaps and yes. people are waiving those appraisals. They are um, just offering cash to cover any deficiency that may come in. And that could be tens of thousands of dollars up to fifty, sixty thousand dollars and VA buyers just can't compete with that. And it's sad, right? Because obviously you got somebody who's serving our country, right. you know, and a lot of times literally getting shot at yeah. who's now trying to buy a house right yeah. here in the market and can't compete with a VA offer. Yeah. I, we did a whole show on appraisal gaps and I did my rant. So I'm not going to, I'm going to try to stay calm, not head <laughs> down that road again. Right? right. But I mean, obviously what, what's your opinion on appraisal gaps? I mean, I know they're necessary evil, but how do you feel about doing that right now? So, you know, it's, I'm torn. Um, yeah. And it's something that I really toy with, I guess, in my own moral compass being that in one hand, I'm advising my clients to offer tens of thousands of dollars over yeah, the, appraised the appraised value, value whether right. I agree with that appraisal or not, right. you know, right. um, but just advising that. And then on the other hand, I'm could be, if I'm not advising them to do that, I'm advising them to rent or be homeless. And I still think homeownership is a better option. So, and it's yeah, I totally agree. I, I feel the torn on that, right? Because at the end yeah. of the day, as opposed to living in a box, owning a house is probably a better option, right? right? Yeah. The, the option of overpaying on appraisal, it sucks, but the alternative may be yeah. to buy later, which we don't know what later is going to hold yeah. right now, right? Yeah. So it's a tough call. But recently you did a deal with on one of our properties yeah. where we were working together to remodel the property exactly. in the middle of the process. And obviously I want to talk about your coaching thing, but I know a lot of agents here in Colorado Springs and mm-hmm. surrounding areas listen to the show. So tell me how that's going. We just went under yeah. contract. Tell me about the property. Why is your buyer buying this in a home in need of work from us? And how do you think it's going to end up? So we have been shopping. I've been shopping with this buyer for quite some time. Okay. Um, and they are actually relocating here from Hawaii. Oh, so nice. it's virtual. So okay. everything, thank God for technology. Amen. I think one thing that came out of last year is um, the technology and the fact that people can understand the fact of, you know, our virtual reality that mm-hmm. is now our reality. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that's kind of helpful. So it's been a lot of virtual showings. We've okay. done multiple offers. They are VA. They do have some cash to offer appraisal gaps and we still have been outbid. How many offers did you put in and get outbid on? Do you we remember? We put in three. Okay. Um, so we put in three very competitive, strong offers. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> agents nowadays are even offering to buy tacos for sellers, which <laughs> I, mean, I, I take tacos. You know, I, I, I would probably take that too. <laughs> I want I tacos right uh, now, actually. It, yeah, right? Tacos. Yours <laughs> worth of tacos. I mean, I don't have any kids, so I can't offer my firstborn or my yeah, soul. Up. Later I on, mean, yeah, maybe someday. <laughs> um, so it's future really- husband, watch out. She's making promises. Yeah. <laughs> Selling my soul, double went down to Georgia, kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, it's impossible. So you're three offers in, you keep getting outbid, yep. right? And so we we have a conversation kind of through the coaching, but just kind of in general interacting because a lot of people are posting, we have this really cool off-market group 
here in the Colorado Springs oh, market, fantastic. right? So people are posting. I love this. Looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath, needs to be under 200000 must have and, helicopter landing pad. <laughs> and the responses yeah. are like, you have a better chance of finding a unicorn on fire, yeah. Yeah. right? So I love the group, but I, I remember I actually saw you posting there a yeah. couple of times looking for, I don't know if it's this buyer, but buyers in general, yeah. right? Trying to find that unicorn deal because right now all the deals are unicorns, exactly. right? So you stumble upon this property. The buyers are way off in Hawaii, which yep. for them is a blessing because our weather just can't make a decision right <laughs> now. Yeah, um, no. so they're I wouldn't move from Hawaii if it were me, but you know. Well, they're retiring. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, they're, they're oh, okay. moving higher, which is kind of backwards i think i know yeah your buyers are confused um <laughs> so they're coming out here and um they, they buying this house sight unseen right now so did you uh we do a matterport in all of our properties yep. did you send them the matterport i sent the matterport okay um and then did have it listed in the mls so i yep. sent them that so they could look at bedrooms bathrooms or footage kind right. of lay of the land um and then of course google earth you know is a great resource mm-hmm. they can location. see the neighborhood they can right. see the neighborhood so right. they knew that it was on a corner street okay which you know was um something that was at, important it was important okay. but that didn't deter their you know them from wanting to buy the house but okay. i'm glad that they had already kind of um, seen it in seen a way that. right and quote unquote that, right right exactly so that's really, incredible. It is. So they've seen the yep. neighborhood virtually. Mm-hmm. They've walked to the house virtually. Yep. But this is one of our in-process remodels. So this house right. isn't anywhere near done, exactly. right? It needs flooring. It needs paint. This one was mm-hmm. actually rougher than usual, believe it or not. So yeah. this was a rougher deal. So obviously you have to paint a picture, a vision right. of what it was going to look like. How did you go about doing that? How do you explain to a verb buyer, I know it doesn't look so great now, mm-hmm. but it's going to look great. How did that conversation go? So I did do a FaceTime okay. um, and walk through the property with them. Excellent. So I went through and I had already talked to um, your ops team. And yep. actually there was a gal in there doing some tile work too. So okay. um, I did have a pretty clear vision of what mm-hmm. we're planning to do. Yes. And I just walked through and I was like, you know, this looks like it's the paint color. It's nice and fresh. Mm-hmm. It's not all the way done, but this is, there was no kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cabinets and everything had been pulled out. So I just kind of gave them um, as good a perspective as I could, you know, picture new cabinets here. Mm-hmm. This will be, and you had the flooring kind of there, there. The samples, um, right. some of the tile work that was going to be the backsplash in the kitchen. Yes. A lot of those were in boxes there. So I was able to show them um, just on FaceTime, I what, love it. Uh, what it's kind of going to look like. And they were very excited. So they've contracted on a house that still needs work mm-hmm. from halfway across the country yeah. here, right? That they're not, they're not going to see till they're moving in. Yeah. Obviously this is, this is tough because you have a fiduciary responsibility and a personal responsibility mm-hmm. to your client. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's a big thing because I know agents are out there trying to do right by their clients, but they're, we're back to this appraisal gap discussion, mm-hmm. right? right? Where are we doing right by our clients if we are overpaying severely, exactly. but you're not overpaying for this house, are no. you? You're nope. going to get an appraised value. Yeah. Right. So the upside is because you're walking through the work you're not overpaying. Exactly. So, and you got to look at it from our perspective real quick, guys. And I want to jump in on Sarah's interview, but from the seller perspective, the investor that I represent in this deal, we would rather get the house set to build to what the client wants, as opposed to trying to put a product out there and try to guess what the customer wants, right? So you guys are coming in and defining some stuff for us, which right. I think makes more way more sense. You were going to say something, Jay? Uh, I was just, I mean, that's a... Uh, that's really powerful for a buyer to be able to, you know, like you said, get a house 
not have to overpay for it. Mm -hmm. um, they, if they have that imagination and that ability to visualize and have a good agent like Sarah who can, you know, paint that picture for them to be able to, you know, come in and customize your house to your, to your, um, to how you want it and mm -hmm. still get exactly what you're looking for is very, very powerful. So it's one of those things where you kind of, you know, if I'm talking to somebody who's asking about our, you know, program and how we do things, you know, you're trying to explain it to them and walk them through the process, but, you know, having the ability to, you know, Hey, look at this Matterport. Hey, I want to go over here and do this uh, FaceTime or, you know, yep. Hey, here's some tiles and different things like that, that, um, that just gives the buyer and the buyer's agent um, a lot more leveraging power and just a lot more, um, you know, just uh, gumption to be able to get to what they want. It does. And I think it's just, I think it's a better route for the client. And obviously yes. I'm a little biased because I'm the seller here, right? But <laughs> I, I feel like you're doing right by your client by helping them walk through it. But I, I love what you said there day about the vision part, because mm -hmm. I think having the vision to say, I know it doesn't look great now, but it's going to, yeah. was there any kickback on that? Like, was the client resistant? Um, no, I mean, the one thing that they asked and we were able to come to a decision on was ceiling fans in okay. some of the bedrooms, you know, that type of thing. So there was a couple of questions that they'd ask, like, oh, there's no ceiling fans in there. I'm like, well, well, we can maybe make that happen. Let's, we certainly let's can make it happen. Exactly. And we were able to. So, yeah. I mean, I think that walking through properties, especially in a virtual platform, you have those questions where they're like, oh, wait, can you go back? Is that, is that a wall or can you explain this a little bit further. And so some of those questions were actually able to become their reality when yes. normally they were just asking if it was a light fixture versus a fan, um, but we could do it. Yeah. You, know, you were able to do fans. So, incredible. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, one of the things we pride ourselves on, and I'm speaking for my investor population that I represent to help get through the investment deals, we really want to make sure the client is happy with the end product, right? Yeah. So have you ever sold a new build? I have. And you're selling yourself a new build I right am now. I'm buying one myself. Okay, yeah. so you're going through this process in real time where you're buying literally a, a, a hole in the ground yeah. that one day is going to be a house, They're right? Fine. But in new build world, people are more comfortable with that, right? Because right. you know the builder's going to build what you want. Exactly. Or you're just not going to buy the house, right? right? If you show up and things like sideways and it's broken, <laughs> you're just not going to buy it, right? right? So for some reason, it, it, that doesn't translate as well to resale homes. And that, yeah. that, that's been our struggle. How, how did you deal with that mentally and kind of saying, explaining it and dealing with it yourself personally, that this is going to look better in the future? Did you, how did you get over that? You mean as far as my, with this property? Walking yeah, through? like yeah. going back to this one, how did, how did you overcome that? Well, you know, I think what really helpful was having some of the samples of what was going to be in the okay. home there. Okay. I think that was really helpful. I mean, there was no kitchen. There were, right. we tore it the was completely, out. yeah, there, it was just, a, it could have been a bedroom. It could have been <laughs> anything, you know, it could have been anything. Sure. So I think having some of the samples there was really helpful yeah, so okay. that just to kind of give them, cause I've, I've been doing this for so long, sold multiple, you know, new builds yep. and, um, I have that vision, yes. but it's hard to, you know, especially somebody virtual to kind of give that. Absolutely. So um, I think having some of those samples and just giving them a little bit of playroom with what they want, but also saying, here's what is already ordered and already here. I love it. Going in. Hey, well, kudos on the deal. I really appreciate Thank that. You. I do want to get to the coaching talk of this, but um, yeah, just want to get the message out there. Cause I know a lot of yeah. your, your real estate buddies are going to hear yeah, this show, you definitely. know, and, and just kind of giving some comfort zone that obviously if you can get through the process with a client from 
the other side of the planet, practically, certainly other client, other agents can do that as well. Yeah, right? I think it'd be much easier if they were in person. Yeah. Oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. would save a lot of time. So right? bring, yeah, your, but, bring your bring your buyers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, let's get on with it here. I want to let's talk about the foreclosures coaching. So we met up uh, probably a, a good couple of months ago. Yeah. We were talking about your struggles and trying to get find the next deal for your buyers and the understanding that maybe the market not going to be what it was for you last year, which you said was your best year ever. Yep. Walk me through that thought process before you and I spoke. What were you thinking about the market and the future of your career in general? Yeah. So I, um, I, a listing agent as well as a buyer's agent, okay. the buyer's process or buyer experience has always kind of been my favorite. Sure. You know, it's very exciting to get people into homes. Um, so I like that. And so I've, I work with a lot of buyers. Sure. Um, it has gotten very difficult to get them under contract. So I just kind of decided to get a little creative. That's when I took to Facebook okay. to try and find off-market properties Smart. for um, my clients. I've sent letters, you know, no response, all of that, you know. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> so, that rigmarole. That rigmarole. So yeah. I, um, that's where I met you actually a few different cases. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most consistent things with... Um, Facebook and try and reaching out to those groups okay. for um, my client on my client's behalf was honestly you having um, inventory right. because I've always got something right my something, investors yes. all, and that's what's funny about working in such a small town like my yeah. investor group always has something now yep. is it going to fit your right. needs we don't it, know it right it may or may not have fit I've showed a couple maybe they just weren't interested when sure. I sent them the Matterport but regardless you always had something to offer absolutely and that, yeah. that so that's an upside and we I, I try to get that out from people like I'm looking for this or I've got a buyer need, which pretty much describes the entire city right now, <laughs> exactly. right? Uh, people are sitting on eight, 10 pre-qualified buyers, but no houses to sell right, right now, right? So I try to put it out there, get in touch with my listing agent, you know, talk to Kevin. Kevin yep. can walk you through what we've got. So you, we, we had a discussion on multiple properties, but obviously that didn't gel at that point. It did later yeah. on goodness yeah. but That's you're, you're thinking to yourself i had my best year in 2020 but things are not looking good in 2021 go over that process with me well how was how did that feel yeah you know it's terrifying um when <laughs> when you're it's just it's terrifying to you know from um when your income is i'm i'm a single household mm -hmm. income so it's just me yes. um and my income is 100% based on closing deals, Absolutely. whether I'm helping somebody buy or sell a home. That's right. So that's my entire livelihood. So Absolutely. yeah, it's it's scary when, um, you know, listings are hard to come by. Yep, because nobody wants to sell nobody right now. Nobody wants to sell. Everyone's right. scared to sell. And buyers are hard to get under contract. And then a lot of the things that I tried in the past that worked for a little while and really don't work as much anymore True. would be... Um, you know, offering up a commission reduction on my end, sure. offering to pay for things on the seller's behalf, you know, title insurance and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's still taken out of my, it is It's reducing your margin, it's re reducing my margin, but yet something's better than nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so yeah. here you are terrified. You're coming yeah. up the, the, <laughs> the year of your life at 2020, yeah. you're in 21, you're terrified. Mm -hmm. I remember distinctly our first conversation, just kind of going over the state of the market and how you were feeling. And obviously I feel the same way, but we decided to meet up yeah. right? we had our initial consultation. We sat down, we went over whether or not coaching is right for you. Okay. Right. So uh, obviously, you know, the four part process We're we're still in the first part of the process. We're looking yeah. to find your first deal out there. How's that going? How's, how's the hunting process going for finding a deal?
Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. You know, one question I'm asked all the time is how do I get started in real estate investing? Here's the thing. In order to get into the game, you got to have access to the big data that drives the real estate market. After all, you wouldn't trade stocks without a trading platform, and you shouldn't get started in investing in real estate without DealHunter.io. DealHunter.io is an application that I use daily to find the best deals in the real estate market, to provide that information to my lending partner so I can fund those deals, to know how to fix those deals, to bring them in line with the market, and most importantly, how to sell those deals at a profit. So if you're looking to get started in real estate investing, head on out to dealhunter.io and sign up for a free seven-day trial of the PropStream application that'll separate you from other competitors of the real estate market. With that, this is Donnie Corum from dealhunter.io reminding you, don't buy a house by a deal. It's going well. And you know, come go kind of going back to my um, retail real estate and mm-hmm. the buyer perspective is kind of what I enjoy. So I actually enjoy looking Buying on the MLS. I enjoy looking at homes. I looked at the one investment property actually um, the other day that kind mm-hmm. of looked like it had some structural, probably too much that, right, right. for me, but um, I'm enjoying it. Good. I like um the numbers and running the stats and just finding out kind of what the market is doing and you know how i can get my hands on some off-market properties now let me remember we were discussing coaching go ahead ahead. oh well uh, but let me jump in real quick what you said right there sarah is really important um that you like to look at the numbers and that you um, don't mind getting on there and figuring out what the market is doing and different things like that. Uh, me and Donnie and, you know, just what we talk about a lot on the show a lot is that um, although there are some really good agents like you, there are, you know, a lot out there that are just kind of, you know, just trying to figure yeah. out and see what, see yeah. what's going to happen, you know, just throw a number right. out and see what, see what sticks. So yeah. anybody listening out there that's maybe looking to buy a house or looking to list their house, you should, you should definitely, I mean, you're in Colorado, you should definitely reach out to Sarah because she's doing the things that are actually conducive to closing deals and, you know, uh, being a competent real estate agent. Right. Yeah. And and for now, because like she may not be a competent real estate agent for too much longer, right? Because the idea behind the coaching product is that maybe you're transitioning. But I remember that the, uh, the concern was, I mean, and I, we talked about it multiple times. Yeah. Are we going to be able to find a deal in this market? Right. You know, and and it was a valid yeah, concern. No, but sure. but w- go over that. What was your what were you feeling at that moment? Asking me about yeah. whether you're going to find a deal or not. I remember we went over it a couple times. Well, and I think coaching is great. Learning is always something that you should be doing. However, am I willing to invest into this coaching program just to learn when I really don't? There's nothing to purchase. Right. You know, so um, obviously I want to learn, but at the end of the day, I'm here to learn how to do it. And you I'm a hands-on person. I'm ready to do you it. You want to so, do it, right? So that's kind of where my hesitation was, sure. was looking at the MLS and the things that I'm hunting for my clients and seeing the competitiveness that they're, you know, dealing with mm-hmm. um, was, was scary for me to jump in on this thinking this is there's no deals there's no deals right and so and that's a completely valid concern and i I hope i addressed it effectively but let's approach that right now because in the end if you're looking at the market Mm -hmm. that we're aware of on the mls right now you're not getting a full picture of what's actually happening in the marketplace have you as funny you said it like i've been getting these text messages from this wholesale group for 
maybe years, right? right? But I've never really paid attention to them until now. Yes. See? So the reality is the off market's always been there. It's just not something until you're looking at it from an investor perspective that you pay attention to. Right? right now that now that you are in a position to purchase your first investment property, obviously you're paying attention to that. But are you also gaining the confidence that they're gonna we're gonna find deals? Do you, do you feel good about it right now? I do. I feel good. yeah. I definitely do. Good because that's a big thing. I, I have to get you know coaching as you mentioned is all about the mindset shift. Right? right. What what we do here buy low, sell high is not rocket science. Right. right. The rocket science part of it comes into getting yourself over the process that seem like they're impossible at the moment, right? So here we are, we're out looking for deals. We're in the first F of the four F and get your head out of the gutter. There's no cuss (laughs) words in the four Fs. We're we're on a family show. We can make it a five. We can make it a five and a half. That's really good for you. Yeah, well, it's real estate agents. So right now, we're we're all a little profane, but the point (laughs) not on the show, damn it. Um, But yeah, so we're in the first F of of this and so you're going through that process, but I mean, is it fun? Are you enjoying yeah. it? How, how does we, we meet up once a week? Mm-hmm. What, are we, what have we been going over? What, what part topics have you learned, I guess, since their first couple of weeks together? Yeah. So it's really interesting because um, our last conversation on a, the coaching call was about um, hard money lenders mm-hmm. and getting, and yeah, having it funded. And that's really something that I've never had to consider because when I'm shopping for deals for my clients, they they are approved. yeah, exactly. So right. it's definitely an interesting concept having, um, it, you know, it really just being such a win for everyone involved, Indeed. you know, as far as the, um, whoever's putting up the cash is mm-hmm. still getting, you know, a good, uh, return on that investment yes. as well as us as the investor doing the deal. Exactly. Yeah. It is. It's just a mindset shift, right? So now now you're approaching capital, I hope, in a different manner because that's the second F. So we've got find, fund, fix, and flip, right? Mm -hmm. So we still got a couple Fs to go over, but we're in the very early stages here, right? Right. But the final and most important F is freedom. Right? right. So what are you going to do with that? Like, I mean, we're going to, we're going to come back around here, but when you are free from the chains of retail real yeah. estate, right. What are you going to do with all that extra time? What do you think? You're going to join a rock band, maybe race some cars. <laughs> I'm going to join your band. All right. Be, yeah. There he is. There we <laughs> go. Come on. Now, Sarah McGarry, let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> do it. You're welcome. Up. It's going to be yeah. awesome. But what, what do you think you're going to do? What do you do with the extra time? You know, travel. Okay. Um, I just think the, that the, you know, not stress, not, yes. you know, be able to breathe and just do whatever I decide to do. And, mm-hmm. and that's really kind of, you know, heavy being that, like I was saying before, you know, when, when my income is based on closing these deals, right. like it, it would just be such a relief. So yes. yeah, not stress and be able to travel. It'd be a nice feeling, wouldn't it? Very much. And the thing about it is in retail agency, we're, I'll tell you in flipping, we're still kind of deal dependent, right? Sure. Until you get to passive income, which is the fourth out, the freedom piece that we teach in the coaching product, you're still kind of deal dependent. But here's the big variable. Real estate agents are normally going off of what percentage of the deal, but what are you expecting to make? Well, I mean, 3%. But before, that's before, yeah. And that's if we're lucky. I mean, a right. lot of things are getting cut down. Yeah. Yeah. So 3% of what we used to get by. And now it's kind of two and a half might be dropping to two, mm-hmm. right? Or if we get three, the chances are we're going to have to buy a refrigerator or <laughs> home something's, warranty along the way. Something's, something's coming something. out of that, right? Exactly. 
So, and, and buyers, I've noticed, are unabashedly asking for commission Absolutely. now. Remember, remember that used to be kind of a like something you didn't want to talk yeah. about? Now, have you noticed they're kind of asking without reserve now? Yeah. Oh, and they'll ask to reduce it, too. They... It's crazy. Yeah, I know. Hey, imagine going to your dentist and going, hey, man, listen, I know you're going to do the root canal and stuff, but like, because we're cool at all, yeah. could you like kick me back a little bit that dental action? Yeah, but then again, like, why don't we, you know? Touche. Like, why don't we do that? That's, that's a valid <laughs> I, point. I mean, I'm not saying we should, but like, if, if they're reading me up, like, why? Why aren't why we negotiating we, everything? Why are we negotiating everything? That, that's fact. Yeah. That is fact, right? But that's going to take us down a very dangerous. <laughs> I know okay. the, the agents not, right now are going, not it is listening going, Sarah, shut up. Oh, um, yeah, but it's true. But the reality is the margins are getting tighter. Whereas in the investment space, believe it or not, the margins are getting greater, right? Okay. We're buying at a lower wholesale rate than we ever have because the motivated sellers are more motivated right. than they've ever been. Now the retail market's gone completely insane. True. Appraisal gaps are way off the charts. So the gaps, instead of working for 3%, what we're teaching here is how you're going to make five, six, maybe 10 to 12% of the deal. Does yes. that not just get yes. you all jazzed up? Those are numbers that I definitely like. like. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Right? Yeah. So that's the transition. But I, I will tell you, Sarah, that you know, just having you as, as a coaching client and a real estate agent, it's kind of changed my model a little bit too. So I want to thank you for that. Because one of the cool things about working with you is I haven't had to go over the very, very basics. And to my coaching clients who I did, I'm not complaining. I still love y'all. Just calm down. I'm just saying it's been nice to be able to have a real estate-based discussion with somebody who's already a professional in the industry. We're really looking at retargeting real estate agents trying to transition out of being real estate agents because I'm just having a really good time explaining the higher level stuff yeah. and getting to that sooner. So thank you for helping me yeah, to learn that. Um what what's the future for you? Obviously, you're going to do a, how many flips? If you could pick a utopian thing, how many flips a year do you think you'd want to do? Well, um, at this point, I'm not looking to completely move out of my sure. retail, retail space. Right. Um, so I would say I'd like to get to maybe five a year I'd like that. Um, okay. as a beginning point until I get those systems kind of in place Absolutely. and the ball rolling and becomes a little more natural to me. Yes. Um, we can always reevaluate those goals. But I think right now that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking is five a year on top of, you know, helping my, my clients. Retail and, clients. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a great goal. And I think it's very realistic. I think try to get to one, you know, one every other month or so is about a yeah. good target. And, and remember the idea is transition regardless of where you're coming from in coaching, whether it's retail, real estate or whatever, the idea of this program is to help you transition. If that's what you want to do right. on the flip side of that, if retail ever comes back to normal, mm-hmm. Remember when things were normal? I do. Those were such good times. It wasn't times. even that long ago. <laughs> it feels like it's It feels though. like forever ago. <laughs> if retail ever stabilized, maybe you just continue to pursue that passion of helping buyers right. and do that. But if it doesn't, you're kind of hedging your bets here, right? Exactly. So you want to make sure your income stable so you're not worried about those day-to-day income fluctuations that most totally. retail buyers have to deal with. Right. Yep, I think it's incredible. Obviously I'm biased, Yeah. <laughs> right? Because I, I'm the coach here, but I think most agents, cause I transitioned out of being a, a real estate agent for 15 long, long yeah. years, like, I mean, like really, really long years really long, yeah. to um, being a full-time investor. And I, obviously it's my vision for my clients who want to achieve that. But I also love that this program allows you to 
continue to do both until you decide what your life goals are supposed to be. What challenges are you already facing? And maybe not that I've helped you overcome yet because it's so early, but what challenges are you besides the retail market sucking? um, What are you dealing with on the flipping side that's bugging you at the moment? What areas are still kind of a challenge. Anything come um, to mind? I mean, I think it, I'm still pretty new in the sure. fact that, you know, we've just kind of been looking around at places. We've talked about, you know, funding and, and how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but really it's just kind of, you know, finding the right one. That's not going to be too much, too much yep. for my first one, Absolutely. Um, but also, you know, still make it a good spread. And so I think that's just kind of been, but, you know, um, it's a marathon, not a race. Amen. And I honestly don't like to run at all, but, <laughs> but I'm not patient either. So, really? yeah, I no. about you at all. That's, that's weird. Yeah. So I think honestly, patient. probably be, having patience with the process is <laughs> probably yes, one of the hardest. That parts. is your challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jump in with both feet. That's. And I love that about you. And I, I, and one of the things we do when we do the initial consultation, I tell people, if you sign up uh, within 24 hours of the initial consultation, I give you a bit of a discount is because I'd rather make less and yeah. get people who jump in with both feet than those who have to contemplate a while. It's not a sales tactic at all. Right. I've just found that people who actually take action faster tend to get results. Did you do that with real estate too? Did you kind of okay. leave it, just left the job and went for it, right? Yeah. And here you are six years later, would you have stayed selling cruises? Would you even no. contemplated it? No, not no, a chance, I've done right? great. I mean, on the retail, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not changing or exploring this because I'm not happy successful where you are. or right. happy in right. the retail space. I'm successful and I am happy. You're it's just, just I'm just adding. adding. It's yeah. That's so smart. Because they think a lot of agents yeah. are one, well, one or two trick ponies right now, right? right? Either you're a buyer's agent, you're a listing agent, and that's kind of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is, like you just said, the listing side's not doing too great, right? Because people yeah. don't want to sell. They want people in their houses right now, right? They don't know where they'll move to because there's nothing else to buy, right? So there's a whole bunch exactly. of reasons that listings aren't working. And on the buy side, well, we need to go over that again. It's just, you know, with the inventory shortage, the way things are, interest rates being low is actually hurting the buyer's market because the buying power has gone up so high, right? And then you add appraisal gaps. It's just, a, it's a train wreck out it there, is. right? So you're hedging your bets, adding an additional source of income and really just adding on to what you already knew on the retail space. What I love about our conversations is like, I was like, yeah, I mean, you, you've got it in a lot of senses because it's just really taking the pieces you already understood and applying it to the investment space. It's just okay. that now you're the buyer. Right. right. And that's, that's got to feel a little bit different, right. That you're yeah. out there evaluating ugly houses to purchase. Absolutely true. Yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely different. And we joke in the beginning that I'm like, I don't know, I can be really picky. I'm probably not going <laughs> to, but <laughs> you're like, well, Sarah, you can't think of it like that. Right. So it is definitely a mindset um, shift from, you know, being that I'm helping people shop for houses or shopping for myself. I'm not really doing either. So it's strictly just for I love it. The investment. Yeah. I love it. Let, uh, going back to the freedom piece, like, do you have a retirement goal and age in mind? When do you want to get out of the game? Do you see yourself getting out of the game? You know, that's a good question. I honestly have not thought about that. Okay. Um, We're going to get to that. In the yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just, um, I like to have 
a good savings. I'm a saver and I also can be a spender and I like to have a lot of fun. So I think right now in my life, that's kind of my two focuses, but obviously with real estate, there is no retirement. um, We don't get a retirement plan. So um, that's definitely something that is always on my mind. Setting those goals though is something I definitely should do. Well, and it's hard because at the end of the day, like, especially when you're treading water, like you are in retail at the moment, it's hard to imagine any any spot to get out. The other side of it is we generally love what we do here, right? As opposed to having a real job, right? Why would I I stop doing this, right? Because this is awesome as opposed to having to check in, you know, at your, at your job at Target or something one day, right? So on the flip side of that, the, the final F, the freedom piece, which is kind of the bonus F because it's not Mm -hmm. really tied to flipping, but how do you take the capital you're going to make and then reinvest it into passive income sources so you can ultimately not have to do anything? Yeah. That's a big part of what we teach here. And I'm excited to get to that part with you. I'm excited for that. That's going to be awesome because yeah. it really opens your eyes up to working is cool. Yeah. Rocking out with your band is cool. <laughs> right. right. And that, that's just kind of got to be the, the goal that you're setting yourself on. Well, sir, would you, I, I think that's about it. Unless there's anything else, Jonathan, what other questions? Did we miss anything that you think the listeners want to know about? Sir? Hey man, you've been on fire today. You've been asking some good questions. I'm going to have to give it up to the coach today. So I feel uh, like, uh, actually, let's see what the audience thinks guys. How, how did I, how did I, Oh my God, he's incredible. Okay, that was, that was the audience. That was me. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, more. more. Uh, well, Sarah, thank you for coming on. Would you come back when we get this first deal done? I'd love to. I'd love to have you back on the yeah. show. And just in general, I want to hear how the market is going. If I'd you've got to. some cool stuff, we good to have you on the show. I think people are really enjoying hearing your perspective on it. And do you mind if people reach out to you, ask you about the coaching product, Please. how it's going? Okay. Please, I'm um, in real estate sales and love to talk. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> call me, text me, whatever. <laughs> What's a good way to get hold of you? What's exactly. the best way? Would you prefer? Um, so I would say text is probably okay. the number one way. Um, call or Facebook is fine too. Okay. But um, text is just easy because I can get Yeah, respond. So yeah. Facebook, you're you cool with Facebook? Cool okay. too, yeah. yeah. So look up Sarah McGarry on Facebook or shoot her a text or a, t- yeah. a message on Facebook and just reach out. If you have any questions about coaching or real estate or, yeah. you know, if you're a buyer out there who, who wants to work with somebody Let's who talk. gets this remodeling thing from, from ground up where we're excited that you're actually, you didn't just sell one of them, then your sister helped yeah. us sell another one. I know we were having some difficulty with that deal right now, but I mean, it, the message is spreading already, right? So that's super cool. So let's keep it going. And I'm excited to have you back on Thanks. probably when we get the first deal under contract and cool. see how scared you are and nervous at that point. Cause it's yeah. going to be a roller coaster emotionally then too. And we're going to, we're going to get you through it and get you to the end game, make a lot of money doing yeah. something. And let's talk about how this deal I have under contract with you is going to. I'd love you know, that. Yeah, as be, we get a little further. That'd so. be great. Have you back on and discuss that. Hey, yeah. with that, guys, well, let's give it up once again for Sarah McGarry. <laughs> so excited to have Thank you. Too. Thanks for joining us for the show. And listen, stay tuned, guys, because we're going to be keep bringing on coaching students and, and other clients and, and just some more info about what's happening in this crazy real estate market that we're in. The time to take action on coaching, though, if you're giving it some thought, is right now. It has never been a better time to invest in real estate than right at this moment. I know it seems counterproductive. I know it seems like there are no deals out there. Trust me, everything that you're thinking about real estate investing right now has been completely turned on its head, and it's off 
right now. I want to tell you more about that. Set up a strategy call today. Reach out to me or ask Sarah how it's going, and we'll, we'll discuss you know how what, what, what your experiences are through that process. I'd love to see you and our coaching group and get you started. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you, well, you got to remember what we're saying here, Sarah. So I say, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Okay. Right? So you're going to join it and see, and you guys also join in that too, just now. Right. So yeah. we're going to have a count of three. We're going to remind you once again, don't you dare buy a house. Buy a deal. Want more of the foreclosure deals coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.